It's The Healthy Woman Show on WJR with Ann Thomas and Dr. Carol Kowalczyk, presented by the Michigan Center for Fertility and Women's Health. And on this edition, we'll have the latest information on the treatment of breast cancer and fertility preservation. Also, if you're planning a fall trip to Mackinac Island, the Mackinac Island Ferry Company has a deal for you. And the Novi Home Show is this weekend, and it's a great place to get some home improvement ideas. An interesting and informative show coming up right after these messages. WJR's Healthy Woman Show, brought to you by the Michigan Center for Fertility and Women's Health. I'm Ann Thomas, and October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so we thought it would be a good idea to check in with Dr. Lindsay Peterson. Dr. Peterson is a Henry Ford Health System physician and expert in benign and malignant breast diseases. Dr. Peterson, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Doctor, let's just first of all start out and talk a little bit about breast cancer awareness. When should women start getting screened for breast cancer? Most societies agree that women should start being screened for breast cancer at the age of 40. And a screen is generally a mammogram, which is an x-ray of the breast. There are important factors to take into consideration because we recommend starting screening mammography at age 40 for a normal risk woman. And that would be a woman who doesn't express additional risk factors for breast cancer. Sometimes we may start screening at an earlier age if a woman has risk factors for breast cancer. The most common being a family history of breast cancer in mother or sister, but there's other risks such as exposure to radiation as a young woman, um, having no children as a risk factor, or having children later in life, or some forms of hormone replacement therapy. Those can all contribute to a woman's risk for breast cancer. Now, what are some of the other risk factors with regard to breast cancer? Are there different types of breast cancer, too? There are different types of breast cancer. Breast cancer commonly arises from the ducts of our breast, which carry milk toward the nipple. Breast cancers can also arise more rarely from the lobules of the breast, which make milk, or from the cells that support the breast, like supportive tissue. Now, Dr. Peterson, once a woman turns 40 and she has her first mammogram, do you then recommend a mammogram on a yearly basis? Yes. So we do recommend mammography every year because cancers can develop in the interim year in between. So even for a normal risk woman, yearly mammography is recommended. Um, Doing any sort of mammography more frequently than that has not been shown to increase cancer detection rates. Now, once breast cancer is found, what are some of the treatment options in 2023? I know things are always advancing with regard to cancer treatment. 
Yeah, I think the principles for treatment for breast cancer are, in general, we want to remove the cancer and then prevent it from coming back. Um, So it does depend, um, but ladies usually are candidates for removing the breast cancer um, with surgery, and that can be um, sometimes a small surgery, sometimes it's a larger surgery. The techniques to prevent breast cancer from coming back can be treating the whole body with chemotherapy, treating the whole body with medications that may block estrogen or hormone exposure, and treating the breast and chest wall with radiation therapy. Now, does the treatment also correspond with the age? So if you have a young woman who develops breast cancer, is she treated differently than, let's say, a woman who's in her 60s, 70s, and 80s? Um, I would say in general, no. It doesn't depend on the age. It depends on the features of the breast cancer in the stage when someone was diagnosed. Now, in 2023, how are women doing with regard to getting mammograms and really paying attention to this issue of breast cancer? I think women do well, and most women are um, very interested in um, health, you know, preventative measures for health and screening. Um, So we do do well, um, but it's important to prioritize that, and I think Um, during the COVID-19 epidemic, we did see a decrease in screening, and that is coming back up to pre-pandemic levels now. So that's a good sign. Now, we don't really talk much about benign breast disease. What would that be? Benign breast disease um, is any sort of abnormal cells that can be found on biopsy, Um, that are not cancer but may inform a risk for cancer or um, sometimes ladies can then be treated as high risk. They might need surgery to prove that there is no cancer associated with that or maybe candidates for treatments to either screen them more closely or prevent breast cancer from developing. Are there any other interesting treatments on the horizon for breast cancer that you kind of find exciting or interesting? Absolutely. Um, Breast cancer in general, we are getting less aggressive with surgery and able to pinpoint the disease more frequently. There are exciting systemic therapies in breast cancer, the most promising are immune therapies, which can activate the body's own immune system against breast cancer. There's specific indications for some of these medications, but I think that's some of the most exciting things to come. And, you know, when a woman receives a breast cancer diagnosis, it's frightening and scary, and they don't know what to think. What would you say to someone who may be afraid to get screened or also has received a diagnosis and is afraid of the treatment? Uh, I think that we have excellent survival and can prevent breast cancer progressing in women. I encourage women to get screened because it allows us to detect cancer when it is small 
before it's progressed at an earlier stage. And women do better when we find cancer early. In terms of women that might be scared to proceed with treatment after a diagnosis of breast cancer, we have excellent survival rates with breast cancer and breast cancer is very treatable. It is certainly not a death sentence and I really encourage women to talk with their doctors about their options. Not all breast cancer is the same. It's very different based on the stage it presents, the type of breast cancer, whether it responds to female hormones, whether it expresses certain growth factors, and there's different progression based on a lot of those factors. And so um, a scary story from um, a relative or from a woman at work might not be the same story as a woman that has a new diagnosis. So I really encourage them to um, come in and hear about their options. And you know what's so fascinating to me as a layperson is that you can test this cancer and know exactly what it is and what to do with it. I mean, that's fascinating. Yeah, I think that not all breast cancer is the same. And that might not be understood very well uh, by people outside of the medical field. We have different medications and different treatments based on what subtype of breast cancer that it is. Dr. Lindsay Peterson of the Henry Ford Health System, thank you so much for your time and your expertise today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. You are listening to WJR's Healthy Woman Show. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to WJR's Healthy Woman Show, and we now welcome Ken Calverly, the outside guy from WJR's popular Inside Outside Guys show, heard Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to noon. Welcome to the show, Ken, and thanks for joining us today. It's great to have you on. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm, I'm really thrilled to be here with you. And, you know, Ken, today we want to talk a little bit about this coming weekend's Novi Home Show at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Everybody loves this show because isn't it a great way to go in and take a look at lots of different things if you're thinking about remodeling? And it gets you, it gets homeowners in front of contact contractors. You know, we have so many wonderful listeners, the InsideOutsideGuys.com. And we have so many, I think over 60 right now, awesome team partners who are contractors around Southeast Michigan. But the problem is all Chuck and I can do is talk about them. And the home shows, which there are three a year, one in October, one in late January, and then one in April, all at, all at Novi Suburban Collection Showplace. These are the best of the best. These are the cream of the crops. These are the companies that want to invest money into getting in front of the homeowners. And what's really unique about the October show is it's usually the smallest of the three, mm. but it's, it's a Halloween show. <laughs> and all the vendors that are there all have candy. So we make a very, <laughs> very point to bring your kids with you and bring a pillowcase, bring one of those plastic jack-o'-lanterns and uh, come to this family event, which starts this Friday at 2 o'clock. 
and it goes through the weekend. And you'll be there, too, right, Ken? Oh, yeah. Chuck and I will be there. We've been at every one of these since 2008. And it is open, like I said, Friday 2 to 8, Saturday 10 to 8, and Sunday 10 to 5. So no matter what the weather is outside, it's a balmy 70 degrees inside the Suburban Collection Showplace. And Chuck and I will be there to answer people's questions as well. So when you go to this show, I bet you learn something new every time you go, Ken. And and not only do I learn something new, the new technologies that I, I see at every show. You know, for years... All we had for decks was wood. Right. You know, they could do concrete or wood. But over the years, there's come composite decking, and then there's come all plastic decking. And we could talk HVAC, where for years, homeowners, if they had a, a slab-on-grade home, they couldn't get air conditioning in those homes. Well, they can now. And every show, there's new technology that Chuck and I are constantly learning about because we want to bring these new tech technologies to the listeners. Exactly. So is the fall, is October a good time to start thinking about remodeling if that's something that needs to be done at the house? You know, the great thing about fall is most most companies in Southeast Michigan traditionally, I mean, when you and I were kids, sure. companies shut down for the winter. If you were in the contract in a construction company, you basically shut down for the winter. And that doesn't happen anymore. And one good thing about it is people can get some good discounts Oh. going into the winter because a lot of the companies that are there, they just want to keep their employees. We all know how hard it is to get an employee. Well, it's just as hard to keep an employee. And a lot of these companies are just looking to keep their people busy during the winter, and they offer some great discounts. Oh, so that's good to know. So if you are thinking about redoing the kitchen or redoing a basement, this is probably a smart thing to do to go to the Novi Home Show this weekend just to see what's available. Yeah, I'm sitting at Atlas, in Atlas Home Improvement's parking lot right now, who's one of our team partners, the inside-outside guys. And they'll be there with their kitchen, bathroom displays. Um, you name it. Uh, basement waterproofing. You know, we have Foundation Systems of Michigan, Foundation Solutions 360. Everyone, not every one of the inside-outside guys' partners are there, but there is someone there for every part of your house. No matter what your issue is, there's someone there. And I want to remind people who can't, Make it this weekend. The InsideOutsideGuys.com has access to every contractor that is at this show. Talk a little bit about how you pick the contractors to be involved with your show and on your website. What should people know, you know, the value that you put in these guys, these companies? That is a great question. I don't think there's a homeowner out there that hasn't had a bad experience with <laughs> right, a contractor right. over the years. And that's why Chuck and I started the show in 2008, because we saw a real lack of trust, honest, honesty, um, ethics. And when it comes to us finding a, a, a team partner for the inside-outside guys, they have to have a proven track record. Mm. And for Chuck and I, it's very easy for us to tell. Because we've been, between Chuck and I, we've been in this business for almost 85 years. Wow. And it's very easy for us to tell a good company from a bad company. And... The good you can have us. We have a company called SBS Glass, and they do um, glass block and they do uh, windows, basement windows, um, easement windows. And they're a small company, maybe three guys. And then we have companies that have a hundred, a hundred employees with them. And basically, of course, we check and make sure that they have their insurances and their license. 
But if they've got a track record of keeping people happy, that's the kind of people we want. Because the good companies last. The, the, whether you're a company or a person, if you're dishonest, you're not going to last. Right. You're not going. You're not going to get respect from people. So, um, we've been doing this long enough, so we really can pick out the uh, the good guys from the bad. Talk Ken Calverly a little bit about how to pick the right estimate. So let's say that I'm going to redo the kitchen and I get three different companies and I bring them in and they all give me a different estimate. I don't always want to go with the lowest estimate, right? Aren't there some things I should be looking for when I make that decision? (laughs) Another great question. Here's what we've heard from people in the past. I get three estimates and I don't pick the highest. I won't pick the lowest. I pick the middle. And I'll tell you right now, that's a terrible way Oh. to get estimate, to, to pick a contractor. You need to look at their history, how long they've been in the business. You know, nowadays, and we have all these uh, Google ratings, the Yelp ratings, right. you know, and, and everyone, anyone go online and see what kind of stars they have. Well, I got to tell you, every good company has negative ratings. Every good company has negative ratings. So you've really got to delve in a little bit deeper and take a look at how many people they've worked for. I'm going to mention Atlas again. They literally do a 1,000 jobs a year. And I know they keep 99% of their customers happy because they work hard on it. And that's what people really need to look for when hiring a contractor is their history. And when you ask a contractor, here's what I love when someone says, can I get references? I don't want a contractor to hand me three names. Because they're going, only going to hand me the three names that exactly. they've done the best work yeah, for. Right. What I want is the last 10 jobs. Give me the last 10 jobs you've done, and then I'll call who I want to on that list. And, and some of the questions people should be asking is, number one, how is the communication? You know, a job can turn out perfect when it's all done. Homeowner can love the job. But if that entire job was fraught with miscommunication and stress, they're not going to refer that company. So that's what we want people to look for. Number one is the communication aspect and how do they treat their customers. Now, Ken Calverly, you are our outside guy expert. It's October. Temperatures, hmm, it's getting a little bit chilly. What should we be doing with our homes on the outside to get ready for this wonderful winter weather headed our way? The number one thing you should do is make sure your exterior water management system is clear. And what I mean by that is simply clean your gutters. Mm. Because as gutters get clogged, especially in the wintertime, and they freeze, they get heavy, they will literally pull gutters off of your house. If you've got a gutter downspout dumping right next to your foundation, water alone will put hydrostatic pressure on your basement walls, your foundation walls. But add water and then freezing puts extra pressure on those walls. So number one, get those gutters clean. Get that water moving away from your house. And number two, get a checkup on your furnace and your heating and cooling system. Now's the time. You know, we have team partners for everything I'm talking about. But if you get a a furnace tune-up now, it may cost you around $100.00 much better than having to call a company at 2 o'clock in the morning in January 20th when it's zero degrees outside. So those would be a couple of things that we'd say is a must to get ready for winter. And, you know, the icicles that often hang from homes are very pretty, but they're not a good sign, are they? Boy, and I've seen so many beautiful buildings and homes with icicles. Think about how much weight those are carrying, because 
Chuck and I say one of the best things a structure can do is have a good overhang, so coming away from the house, which will protect those walls, those exterior walls. But if you've got thousands of pounds of ice on those gutters, it's doing damage, major damage to your structure. And then if you have ice dams on top of that, the damage you can do inside your home, not only to the drywall, the insulation, the wood, but the mold can make your family sick and you can be inside your house and breathing unhealthy air. Hmm. Really, um, and, and honestly, you can get new roof, new gutters and still have ice dams, but there are some systems out there that'll help you melt them. They got cables that'll work that'll help melt that ice dam. Once again, the, the, the gutters are so important to stay healthy. Ken Calver lead the outside guy from WJR's popular Inside Outside Guys show. Now, Ken, let us know, when can we hear you guys out at the Novi Home Show at the Suburban Collection Showplace this weekend? What are the hours that you're going to be there? Well, I'm an all-blue guy, and WJR is a green station, so we are <laughs> going to get preempted on Saturday morning. And the guys are going to be going on a couple hours early from 8 to 10 a.m. from the home show on Saturday. And we're going to be um, obviously interviewing some of our great team partners there. But we'll be there for a few hours after that. And then Sunday morning, we'll be on our normal times from 10 to noon. That sounds great. We will be listening and we'll try to get out there and see you guys live. Ken Calverly, the outside guy from WJR's popular Inside Outside Guys show. Thanks so much for your time and for your expertise today. We really appreciate it. And thank you so much for all you do for the people at WJR. We really appreciate it. You are listening to WJR's Healthy Woman Show. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to WJR's Healthy Woman Show. I'm Ann Thomas. And we now check in with Jerry Fetty. Jerry is the owner and CEO of the Mackinac Island Ferry Company. Jerry, it's great to have you on the show. Hi, Ann. Thanks for having me. Uh, I uh, think it's great being here as well. Jerry, I remember the time you let me drive the boat, so I am forever grateful for that, and I really enjoyed learning all about the Mackinac Island Ferry Company when I was up there a few years ago with you. You know, Ann, I was on that boat the other day, the Mackinac Express, and the crew still remembers that experience (laughs) as well. So talk a little bit about your season. When does it start? When does it end? How does it work? (laughs) <laughs> well, our tourist season, as we call it up here, officially starts April 21st and goes all the way till October 31st. And that's the, you know, the, basically the busy part of the year. And then uh, what a lot of people don't know is on November 1st, we start what's called the winter season. And we actually run the boat up here usually all year round to Mackinac Island. And a lot of people don't know that. Uh, but in November, we'll start running out of St. Ignace, Michigan only. We have a special boat. We call it the winter boat, the Huron. The people on Mackinac Island call it the mighty Huron uh, because it's been running over to the island for many years, and that's what they all grew up with. And we'll run that boat until the ice gets too thick to get over to the island. And uh, from year to year, it changes. So some years, like this year, we actually ran every day, um, except for maybe one windy day. It's amazing. And uh, last year, I think we were shut down for about four weeks in the middle of winter for ice because the ice was so thick. And then they have what's called the ice bridge that some people have heard of where people actually drive your snowmobiles over to the island over the ice. That's incredible. So you don't 
have every single winter where you completely shut down. It really is dependent on what the weather's like, Jerry Fetty. That, that is correct. We've had winters where we haven't missed a single day. And we've had winters, I think the longest shutdown since I've been here has been about a month and a half. Wow. Now, I know the fall is an absolutely beautiful time to go up to Mackinac Island, just to be up north. And you've got a really good deal for people who might want to go and take a look at all the fall colors on the island right now, Jerry. That's correct. This time of year, things start to wind down a little bit. Um, However, so it's a little bit slower on the island, a little more relaxed. Uh, The fall colors are, you know, just spectacular this time of year. And, uh, you know, they're looking really good up here right now. And, uh, yeah, we we decided to help kind of boost some traffic up and, and help people up to come up and finish out the maybe the year here. Um, we have what's called a, a fall special, and it's a BOGO deal. You know, buy one, get one free. Uh, when you buy one adult ticket, you get one adult ticket for free. And we're running that all the way through the end of October. And the way it works is you have to come and buy them on the dock, physically buy them here in the dock, and uh, you'll get, you know, course get one free buy one get one free you can buy up to four per group or per family and uh, the BOGO is available Monday through Fridays that's a great deal how much money are you saving by doing that uh, well you're saving 50% off two tickets so a, a full ticket price is $34 so you literally save $34 are you seeing that people are taking advantage of that yes they are you know the words just kind of getting out, but uh, yes, we've uh, seen a steady traffic come in of people taking advantage of it. Some were already coming up here and heard about it, and so they came to our dock. And others are coming up just because they heard about it and thought, hey, you know, let's go and spend some time on the island and save some money at the same time. You know, Jerry, one of the things that I've always admired about you and your business is how much you love what you do and how into the business you are. Can you talk a little bit about how things are going, how many boats you have in the fleet, and what are some of your plans for the new year? Sure. Well, first of all, and I want to tell you about, I I still remember the very first day I drove to work, because I drive across the Mackinac Bridge Mm -hmm. every single morning to come to work. And the very first day I drove across, you know, the sun is coming up, and it was just beautiful. And I get to see that every single day. So that's one of many, many reasons that, why I love working up here. Um, this summer was a busy a busy summer. It uh, was a good year for us. Um, things are coming back, finally, from COVID. And, uh, you know, it was a great year. And, and, you know, we have, right now in our fleet, we have the largest ferry fleet uh, in the Midwest, and uh, we currently have 13 operational vessels. Wow. Uh, most of them are the hydro jets, um, which everybody loves to ride, and the, our catamaran. We have a pirate ship as well, the Good Fortune, she's called. And uh, we have the classic boats um, that run to the island as well. Uh, they have been running to the island for a long time. They're a little slower, but they're more relaxing. They're smoother. They actually have a bar on them. Um and we have some freight boats because we, we carry the freight over to the island that keeps the island running. You know, we take over the food and supplies. And, and in the wintertime, we take a lot of building materials over because that's when a lot of construction gets done on the island, actually. So if you do the hydrojet, how long does that take to get to the island? 
Hydrojet takes about 15 to 18 minutes, depending which port you're coming out of. And the slower ride with the bar would be how long? Those are about a half hour to 45 minutes. In your opinion, what is the best time of the year to actually come and visit and get on one of your boats and enjoy the area? Me personally, it really is the fall. Mm. I love the fall because it things slow down a little bit on the island. It's a lot quieter. Um, you know, the temperature is just a little more milder. And, you know, you've got the scenery with the fall colors. It's just a great time. You know, and it's just the air is different in the fall. It's just a really good time to go visit uh, Mackinac Island. And that's typically when I spend the most of my time over there. So you are seeing that business, travel, tourism is getting better after COVID. So things are starting to really pick up and improve, Jerry Fetty? Yes, they are. And as a matter of fact, we were I just came out of a meeting to uh, talk to you today. And in the meeting, we're talking just literally we're just talking about how, you know, things are really kind of back, you know, to before COVID times. That's great news. Great news for you and your business, the Mackinac Island Ferry Company, and also great for the state of Michigan. Yes, it is. Uh, Growing across the Mackinac Bridge every morning, like I said uh, earlier, you know, I can see the traffic volumes going uh, back and forth. And it definitely, to me, looks like the traffic on a bridge is back to normal. And those are folks coming up north to go have a, you know, a a good time uh, in Michigan. Jerry Fetty, owner and CEO of the Mackinac Island Ferry Company, is inviting all of us up to the Mackinac Island Ferry Company. He wants us to come and take a ride. It's buy one, get one free during the week, and that lasts until October 31st, right, Jer? Correct. Thank you very much for joining us today, and I hope you have a wonderful fall and winter season up there at Mackinac. Thank you, Anne. I hope the same for you and all of your listeners, too. You are listening to WJR's Healthy Woman Show. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to WJR's Healthy Woman Show. I'm Ann Thomas, and I'm here now with Dr. Carol Kowalczyk. And Dr. Carol, earlier in the show, we talked about the fact that October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I know at the Michigan Center for Fertility and Women's Health, you do something that is very important for cancer patients. So let's talk a little bit about fertility preservation. Thanks, Anne. And I agree. It's very, very important. And the cool thing about um, what's happening right now is that the oncologists, uh, historically, you know, they want to cure your cancer. God bless. Um, But now their cancers are being diagnosed earlier and people want a family. So the oncologist will call us right away or have the patient call us right away to learn how patients can preserve their fertility while they're going through cancer. cancer treatments. And this is one of our fertility emergencies. We get a call like that. We're seeing the patient within the next day or two of when they make that phone call to give them choices about how to build their families while they're surviving cancer. That is so interesting. Now, what are the ways that you can do that? How can you help these patients? So there's three basic ways. One of them is to actively um, work with the oncologist to do IVF, to retrieve their eggs. If they don't have a partner, 
or retrieve their eggs or create embryos if they do have a partner. So the patient will come in, and usually, depending on the cancer, there is a window where we have time to stimulate the ovaries, uh, get as many eggs as possible, freeze them or fertilize them with their partner's sperm so that they've got those eggs or embryos ready to go once their cancer doctor gives them the green light to build a family. For example, many breast cancers, um, once they're diagnosed, there is a two- to three-month window between doing their mastectomy or lumpectomy and chemotherapy. Uh, colon cancers, uh, we see leukemias. We see uh, so many different types of cancers that we get on the phone with the oncologist and say, okay, how much time do I have? And we work with them you know, actively to get that treatment in before they proceed with their uh, cancer treatment. If we don't have the time, and even if we do, uh, the second option is to give a medication called Lupron, Zolodex. This is the medication that puts women in the temporary menopause while they're getting their chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. And the chemotherapy that attacks the ovaries, the little teeny weeny teenage, pre-teenage uh, follicles that have their cysts with eggs in them may hopefully be protected from the toxic effects of the chemotherapy. So while they're on their medication to cure their cancer, and while there's a half-life to that chemotherapy drug, they're on this medication to put their ovaries at rest so that hopefully when that ovary wakes up after the chemotherapy treatment, there's still some eggs viable for fertility purposes. And then the third thing is if you know they're like, hey, you know what, I am so nervous about this cancer. Thank you for telling me all this, but I want my cancer cured first. Then we'll figure out a family later. They always have the option of doing an egg donor. So with an egg donor, they uh, can find either someone in their family or if they don't know or don't want to use that person, an anonymous egg donor, that can supply the egg, fertilize with the sperm, and then if it's okay with the cancer doctors, we can put that embryo in their uterus. And the age cutoff to do egg donor is in their early 50s. So when they come to see me, I present all of these options. They know that they now have some ownership of their fertility, and they can work with us and their cancer doctors to see what's right for them. You know, as a layperson, this is jaw-dropping to me that you're able to do this and give people hope that they can still have a family when they get better from the cancer. I just can't believe this. You know what? I, I feel so blessed to be able to be part of this team because recently we've had so many patients in their 30s with breast cancer and a couple of my patients have just gotten married, walked down the aisle and found this diagnosis. And, and I have one right now who has two embryos that are in the freezer and so grateful that, you know, God willing, when she gets that green light or they, the couple, get the green light in three to five years, they've got hope that they can have their family now that their cancer is cured. So it is, it is truly an honor to take care of all these courageous women and their partners during this this, this trying time. And cancer survival is so much better now that I'm really proud to be a part of this team. So this all seems relatively new to me, this technology. How long have you been able to do this? And it seems like every year you have a new development, new technology to really help these patients. Well, we've been doing this for quite a while. Um, oh. So we, the ability to do fertility preservation has been there. What's wonderful is that more and more oncologists are reaching out yes. and having the patients contact us 
which is truly, truly special. The other thing is that, you know, we have, when you talk about the technology, some cancers uh, have some genetic relationships. So that being the ability to identify embryos that may have some, or maybe not even cancers, but genetic diseases that patients will inherit themselves. Uh, so maybe not cancer-related, but other genetic conditions that have life-changing uh, consequences. You know, there's the genetic ability to know that, yes, you've got a normal embryo. Yes, this embryo is not affected by this condition, you know, that you've inherited. So it, it really is a, a team effort. It really is a, a family of physicians with their patient that are really rallying around, you know, this patient or couple to you know, get them not only on the road to a, a remission and a success, but starting a beautiful future together. You know, Dr. Carroll, you do a lot of important things with regard to helping people have a family, establish a family, grow a family. But this has to be extremely rewarding for you because I know you're a, a mom and you care so much about helping other people. Well, you know what? As a mother and you know, as a, a female fertility specialist, when you see the, these women come in and they're so scared and they're with their partners uh, or alone, and, and to be able to, to hold their hand and to look at them and say, you've got this, mm. we're with you, and you know what? Let's, let's not, hey, you have cancer, let's cure that cancer. You've got a great team, and then I'm in the wings. When you're ready to have that family, I mean, to give that hope. And, and you know, we have so many women that survive their cancer. They come back. They get that embryo put in. They're a mom. It's later than what they expected, but it's done the right way and at the right time. It, you know, these, these women, it, it, yes, I'm here as an instrument to help them, but it's the women and their partners that are the amazing people. They're the ones that are going through this that have the courage to say, you know what, come on, cancer, I got you. You're not going to win, and I'm going to have a baby on top of it. Absolutely. Dr. Carol Kowalczyk, founder of the Michigan Center for Fertility and Women's Health, congratulations on this important work. Thank you, Ann. You have a great night. And you've been listening to WJR's Healthy Woman Show, brought to you by the Michigan Center for Fertility and Women's Health. On behalf of Dr. Carol Kowalczyk, I'm Ann Thomas, and we hope you do have a great night. The Healthy Woman Show with Ann Thomas and Dr. Carol Kowalczyk has been presented by the Michigan Center for Fertility and Women's Health.